Going live. Are we live? We're probably live. Usually we're live before I think we're live. And then uh, live. we're live. Yep, I can see myself talking there. Welcome everybody to episode 15-ish of Dojo You Live. Like last week was episode 15 as well. And then we had to bail out partway through because uh, some sort of computer malfunction. So uh, we're here. Things are happening. It's the last one of the of 2018. It's been amazing. Where'd the time go? It's been a cra- it's been a kind of a crazy year and like it's funny just like how much has changed here at the dojo and and in particular just like how much improvement we've seen across the past year. Um with I think with some basic Yeah, it's it's pretty wild and crazy and um I think we'll see some of the uh benefits of it today. So um dojo you live is basically students preparing material each week here at the dojo and they submit a recording for critique every single week on wednesday night uh, and we work on the material throughout the week leading up to it they have a chance to kind of get ready and prepare and then it's go time we see how well we can perform and then we have a fancy uh scoring rubric that we use to give scores to people's performances and what's cool about the scoring system is that theoretically overarchingly um it's a good measurement stick it's a good yardstick to kind of zoom in and see if you're actually improving in certain areas although we're still working it's a very hard thing to do to put a number to a piece of art uh, and uh, we've got quite a few pieces of art ready to go this week. Um, but first, check out the weather in Troy today. Oh my goodness. You can't see, if you're on the stream, you'll see it's just, uh, it's just special. Very Christmassy, very Christmassy uh, view of uh, Troy, New York there. All right, just a little taste, just a little ambiance, you know. Uh, Figured out how to hack into the weather cameras. So there it is. Okay. So um, let's do it. What do we got? What do you want to do? DJ? Well, we, we sort of missed Deb in the list because she was an overachiever and submitted a little early. So I didn't see it in the list. But I did it this morning because she wasn't late. I was, I was off base. So uh, we're going to start with Deb because she didn't get any live commentary um, uh, deb is out there maybe she's on the live stream but either way she'll catch us so here comes deb's recording all right nice he's got will ferrell there on the uh cowbell so carl did you say you're doing the critique yeah, I've got, I've got the, uh, I, I've already done it. Oh, you've already done it. Okay. Backing it up just a smidge.
it's really interesting. I mean, we've had we've had this issue across so many performances. I'm exaggerating. Deb did not sound like that, but um, the B committing to the B for almost the entire beat is the secret sauce here. And what's happening is people are all freaked out about the difficult technique that comes after, and they're throwing all fundamental sense to the wind. If we bail out on that B and go early, a whole host of problems, including crossing noises, which we hear all the time, grace note synchronization errors, crushing of the doubling, early to the beat playing, obviously, right? All of that stuff kind of comes together. So anyway, uh, we'll look at Deb's score here, but we've got a flash sale, Fingerwork Fundamentals course, $110 off until tonight at midnight. How do you access that course if you're watching this right now? That is a good question. And uh, I don't know the best way to- a Premium member, you've already yeah. got access. Yes, yeah, so premium members, of course, have access to all of the core courses, so you can disregard. But if anybody's out there watching live, uh, at the very least, email us at support at pipersdojo.com and be like, hey, I saw the live show. Uh, and before the deadline, I'm asking you for my flash sale. We can send you the link, something like that. It's not that organized. Like we have some Facebook ads going, but I can't guarantee you'll see that. And then we've got emails that were sent out. So if you're not on our email list, uh, that's impressive. Good for you. That's, that's impressive. Good for you. Uh, but yeah, just let us know. Uh, all right. So uh, that, that text is very small, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, maybe like what do we do? Do we usually do ten? Maybe large. Then it's too small. Anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, so Deb, I thought it was really good performance uh, overall. I mean, certainly really nice tuning. You did a great job there. Um, we had a couple of small issues in terms of tonal quality. Um, high A sharp, but you're also definitely surging on the top hand. There was some small dips on the low hand as well on the low A especially. Um, so tuning is really good. Drone's excellent, but that high eight, maybe it needs a little piece of tape, but we also need to just triple check that we're blowing super steady. I think you're stingy. It's just not uh, in tune. I think your tuning score is stingy. Ebenezer. Yeah, it might be a little stingy. Ebenezer Donnelly. Come on, man. Ebenezer. We got, we got uh, you know, you trying, are you trying to decrease the surplus Piper population over there or what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, all right, well, um, ASAP ALEP was a mixed bag, right? Some were excellent, some were a little round. We already pointed out one there in the ending phrase. Mm -hmm. um, and some were almost disappearing. So, um, yeah, I mean, right in the middle there, Deb, you're on the right track, so keep, keep working on that. Uh, embellishment quality. Carolus are definitely getting there, liking generally where we're at with that. Um, but keep working on hearing the steps 100% clear. We're at like 90%, so we're well on our way. Um, D throws lacking some low G. That first low G definitely needs to get in there, and it's a little, uh, if not too small, almost non-existent. So there you go. Some sync errors, a couple of moments where you're a little ahead of the beat. We already talked about the, the short notes sort of dragging you ahead there. And then those crossing noises that we heard, a couple of phantom crossing noises as well from C to E from false fingering, when both fingers are up at the same time. 
but a really strong performance, Deb. Nice job. I like this. Uh, I like that you just wrote that you're supposed to write opening comments here at the top. That's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've done that for everyone this week because I don't know what to put in opening comments. You know what I put? I, I, I put good job in. You know, I put good job in because no matter what, if you're doing this, you're in the you're in the one percent. That's you true. know. Uh, you're in the one percent. Automatic ten points. You get an automatic good job at the top. That's my um, um, that's my thing. I, I feel like the score. I, like I feel in my soul, the scores should be around a seventy. So, so you're definitely. I'm not sure you're feeling the Christmas spirit yet, Carl. But um, uh, but yeah. I mean, the the bottom line is each of the fundamentals definitely still has room to grow. So you know. Even though I think maybe the score could be a little higher, there's definitely some issues. I really enjoyed the tuning. Like, like it really feels like, you know, regardless of what the number says, it really feels like Deb has a nice control over the instrument setup. I mean, there's some tonal quality issues, whatever, but, yeah. but it's, it sounds good. Like, I, I, feel, I feel good inside when I listen to Deb. Absolutely. And it's, it's a very enjoyable bagpipe. Like when, when you watch the Darth Vader Piper dressed up in a Santa Claus suit riding a unicycle, I don't feel warm and fuzzy inside because of the excellent command that he or she, I don't really know, has over their instrument, right? But, you know, Deb is... So that's like a 1 or 1.5. It probably doesn't help that, uh, you know, the gender-neutral Darth Vader Santa Claus unicycle Piper is playing in the freezing cold either. It probably doesn't help. Like to their credit... I'm sure they sound amazing, you know, in the studio environment. That being said, they probably have more views of that video yeah. than, <laughs> than we've ever had on Dojo Live. That's true. Probably. Definitely. That's definitely true. We're working on it. We're what is this? What is this world coming to? Darth oh Vader will be. No, he won't. He won't be coming to Dojo Live. But you he know. or she, uh, he or she would be super sweet if they uh, if they called us if they called us on it. And submitted a recording for critique, and if they scored above, Absolutely. and if they scored above a sixty-six point seven five, that'd be super impressive. Um, anyway, good way, good way to open it there. Yeah, excellent job, Dad. Thank you. Things are happening. Uh, yeah, Beth says you guys just wish you could ride a unicycle. You know what? That's never been on my list. There's a lot of things I wish I could do. Unicycles never factored in. Breaking my wrist, not on my list. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly what would happen. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, like I, I acknowledge that there's, it's certainly a mastery-oriented skill, I'm sure. Not dissimilar from the bagpipe. But we actually probably have a lot in common, us and the unicyclists. Yeah. Next. I don't know really where we're going next we're going to siri i think siri is one of mine yeah yeah siri was not one of mine so so here is siri exciting times all right here comes siri's recording
So interesting. Good performance overall, but some big fundamental problems. I feel like the um I feel yeah. like I feel like the uh I feel like every fundamental in this particular performance, like it has the class every, almost every one has like the it's like st the stereotypical issues. I don't mean that I'm not trying to sound mean, but it's just really interesting. Like each one of them needs uh, you need to pay attention to those those boring talking points that you hear every single week. Uh, uh, let me see here. Notes view um, of series performance. But like for me, right, like crossing noises, same thing we already talked about today. But like we're hearing the hand to hand crossing noises, rhythmic accuracy, just consistently quite early to the beat, like should be way lower than 3.25, in my opinion, just because every single one was so early. Grace note quality, tons of grace note synchronization issues and size issues, embellishment quality, uh, need to get the steps, you know, correct in the D throw and the tear with, right? And then dot cut, we need to give full value to the dotted note. Um, and uh, tonal quality, usual dips and surges, and then the tuning chanters quite sharp to the drones and the drones needed to come down you know like like all those things uh we need to zero in on them and uh and and try to shrink the severity of all those things right down the line you know like there, there weren't any real surprises there um but uh but then meanwhile back at the ranch the overall impression was okay of, of the performance so anyway, Carl, sit back and listen there. It, it's still a good performance, even though there's some fundamental errors. Um, at the end of the day, I think what really Siri needs to continue to work on there is getting, uh, is getting the overall control and, and you can hear it's progressing, but that's really where, where the, the work still lies uh, ahead is, is we've got to, got to get the control over everything. I think it's Generally, like, um, it's like a, you're a jack of all fundamentals, but a master of none is that performance, right? Like I'd rather, I'd rather hear you zero in on one or two of these fundamentals, right? Like take the embellishments out, just take them out for like a week. So you can zero in on scale navigation, basic rhythm and grace notes and get, and just get those things perfect for a week or two, you know, uh, take a little ego hit. Uh, get those first three things perfect, and then, uh, and then once they're perfect, and you're feeling you know drastically more confident on those three, now let's add in. I, I don't know. I might advise you to skip embellishments for now and add in like a really solid handle of the dots and cuts, in the A lap ASAPs, and just get the feel and the groove really locked in, and then start to. Um, pick away at certain embellishments, not all, not adding in all of them at once. Maybe just adding in uh, the D throws, let's say, adding those in, getting the D throws the way that you want, and then adding in the tear loath. And if, if you're thinking to yourself, "Gee, Andrew, that sounds like a lot of work." Well, yes, but that's kind of what a lot, so many pipers should do, right? <laughs> Become a master of one fundamental, not totally okay at all of them you know what i mean become a specialist become a scale navigation specialist first but anyway uh yeah i more or less agree with the score 
Yeah, it's maybe a little high. I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Feels like a 60 to me. So, so the score would be a tiny bit on the high side to me. It's, uh, yeah, it's tough. Anyway, let's go on to one of yours here. We've got Anders next. Anders next. Good job, Siri. That's a tough one. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a bearer of bad news there. But, uh, but do try what I said, you know, try, um, try a simpler approach, try zeroing in on one or two fundamentals during a week and, and like, you know, get a score of four on the two things that you focused on, even if some of the other ones drop below a three as a result or, or become not applicable because we're leaving them out, like the embellishments, um, try that. Because, because you're already good at all the fundamentals. Now it's like, how do you get to the next level? Well, yeah, we want to get great fundamentals. That, that's right. Like that's, and that's the thing where you can tread water forever until you dig deep and, and zero in on key things. We kind of do that in the live classes. You know, um, each week we'll kind of zero in on one specific thing, um, which is helpful. It helps things to keep moving in the right direction gradually as well. So. Carl, you're up next. Yeah, here comes Anders. It's actually you that's up next. Oh, Roger. job i think i'm being ebenezer scrooge here well i think anders is my first one of the day my first one of the day it's never quite right yeah it's hard sir is my first yesterday as well interesting because i mean uh, uh yeah it's interesting so i would say that like just over first listen there it sounds like that would just slightly edge out the last one we listened to um in terms of yeah, there's still some fundamental product problems in each category, but we're just a little bit closer, I feel like. Well, the bagpipe sound was convincing in this recording. Like, he did a really nice job with his sound. Um, yeah. And, and like, yeah, so... I think those scores are good. Yeah, and I think the fingerwork scores... I was definitely aggressive here, so scan navigation... There certainly were quite a few distracting crossing noises. You know, like big ones. They kind of slap you in the face. Um, and then rhythmic accuracy, some beats early and not totally accurate, but certainly rhythmically, you know, 
much closer than let's say Siri was just before. Um, but he is coming in early a lot of the time and, and the same themes that I'm talking about need to be there, but it's more slight. And then single grace note quality, some size and sync issues, but you know, on second listen, that score definitely needs to be a little higher. But you know, in real life, you don't get a second listen, I guess. So we gotta go with what we got. Embellishment qualities, D throws are just yucky um, and are not being played by the steps. Um, uh, the rest of the embellishments are okay, I would say, but uh, to me, the D throw is a big, a big distraction. Dot quality, dot cut quality and consistency, just roundish, right? Need more value on the dots. And we need to be much shorter on the ASAPs. ASAP means as short as musically possible. Um, and we're not, we're not really close to that there. So, so there you go. Uh, it was a good performance though. Yeah, really enjoyable bagpipe for sure. Um, no, we're, we're all approaching in, in, in achieving a really good controlled stress bay. So we're on the right track. We just need to keep going in that way. That's, uh, that's good. Everyone's making good progress here though. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, brutal honesty. That's what the scoring rubric brings out. <clears throat> so you have to have a strong stomach to do this stuff. <laughs> you know? All right. Here comes Jennifer's recording. Ooh, Jennifer's recording. I, I actually, I've heard a preview of this. Yeah, did you hear the... Which one did you hear? Because there's an interesting thing. Jen actually auto-corrected herself. And maybe after listening to her recording, submitted another short segment when she fixed her drones. Let's just hear it. Let's hear the, we'll hear the full one. Yes, I'm, I'm aware of all these things. Here comes the recording. So I think we just need to curve my scores, Andrew. Uh, no, I mean, I, under you. I think your score is okay here. D throws, just to clarify, not nice. That was, Terry was nice. D throws not being played by the steps. That's what I was shaking my head at. Um, just because I think you missed that one. Uh, Ebenezer, Christmassy, Scrooge. <laughs> Do they have a French translation of the Christmas Carol? Christmas, yeah. I'll ask. Ebenezer. Um, so, but, uh, but anyway, I think you're in the ballpark. You know, the tuning is, 
One of the things Jen needs to recognize is how close the tuning is to being excellent there. Like if you listen to how the drones, and here's the thing, if you listen to how the drones are in tune with each other, it's very good. I, I know she submitted like a correction to make it even better. That's just, that's really good stuff. Um, and then if you listen to the occasional low A's relative to the drones, everything is perfectly locked. But the chanter is not well balanced. So most of the other notes, you know, on the scale are quite abrasive to the ear. So in the long run, I kind of agree that the tuning's really, the score is pretty much correct because, you know, like the D and the F and the high A and all that kind of stuff, it's like so sharp. I think the overall score is right, but, but you have to recognize how close you are to being 3.75 instead of 2.75. Well, and that's that's it. I mean, I when you look at it, if average is three, this was just slightly below, and that's it. I mean, uh, I might give her a higher. Yeah, I might yeah, give her higher in tonal quality. We were so close, and the the correction that you submitted was definitely much much better. So, um, yeah, there's there's no issue there. You're well on the right path. You're making great progress. This mm -hmm. is, is really good. I think I would go higher if it were me. I would go higher on grace note quality a little bit. But there's definitely a lot of sync errors happening, especially on that funny E to F thing, right? Um, and then I would go, I would personally go lower on embellishment quality probably, maybe to like a three. Um, and then I would go higher on tonal quality, maybe 3.5. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting score, right? It's a little bit along the lines of Siri in different ways, but each of the fundamentals, each of the fundamentals in that performance could go that X, like just get over the hump, you know, it would have made all the difference. <clears throat> but uh, the other disclaimer everybody has to remember is this tune is wicked hard to play. <laughs> this nice Boston accent there. You like that? Uh, this tune is wicked hard. Dorchester. This tune is really hard to play. And uh, don't forget that scores are gonna be lower on this tune than they are going to be in Robin Adair. Or Scotland the Brave. And for all of you naysayers who keep dissing my scores or Andrews, I like Carl's score in this one. I challenge you to try it. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> it's not easy, but uh, we're doing our best. Roberta is like Roberta's just like she. You know what it is? She's been winning the week so much that she it's she's letting it go to her head, and she she thinks she's the boss around here. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, well, there was a couple of close scores this week. Let's go. Yeah. We'll go to 10 next. Yeah, Jen, nice job. That was really good, Jen. Don't let Roberta get you down, Jen. You like my, um, by the way, if you're wondering what I'm playing with here, this is my uh, sheepskin tie-in stick. Single wrapped. Carl would not approve. Single wrapped. Not at all. Carl would I not end approve. Up with a drumstick in your face, or or a whip line across your eye like this. I've gotten a few of those. I've both of those before. And then I switched to to wrapping it twice around, and it's super tight and safer. Your public service announcement brought to you today by tie-in cord. 
All right, are we ready here, Andrew? Yeah, what are we doing? We're doing oh, Ken's, Ken's another one of yours. You said he was good this week. Yeah, Ken was very good this week. Here comes three quarter. I think your score is right on the nose, Carl, except for tonal quality. Yeah. To me, tonal. I was thinking about that here. To me, tonal quality would have been 3.5 or 3.25 because of the big, like in the second part, he just started to overgun it. And he, we heard the surging on high A. And you could even hear how overloaded things were by the time he got to the final low A of the tune. So, uh, so Ken, we got to try and keep it on the straight and narrow in the second part there. And just like keep the blowing nice and chillaxed right down the line and not let the fact that our left hand is doing a lot of work uh, cause our left arm to go crazy. So anyway, I'll leave it to you, Carl, to take us through the details. Nice job. Real nice job. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, really enjoyable. There's just that one glaring, you know, sore thumb, and that would be the, the very sharp D. Just need a little bit of take there. But, you know, there you go. It sometimes... That happens. But uh, yeah, a little bit of tape to solve that. Um, I, I, your, your scale nav score, 325, there's just too many false fingerings. And, and, and again, phantom crossing noises when more than one finger is supposed to be up, uh, it, that's causing these notes that are otherwise in tune to sound out of tune. Um, so yeah, it's better than a lift drop crossing noise where we get a big pop or a rolling crossing noise where we get an unintended note in between. Definitely better than that, but at this point it's it's rather large and because it's really spoiling the tuning there, that's why we ended up at a at a three two five. Um on the beat, generally really good, just really good. I had at times. Um uh, you know, it's interesting though, knowing Ken, it was interesting, especially in the first in the third part rather, uh, in the in the initial part. Uh, it, it's like really cool to hear him kind of sit back, chillax, and wait for those beats. And then it, it, it just kind of, we lost focus on that as the tune went on and as the second part there got um, more and more difficult to play. But uh, real nice. Ken, keep doing that kind of stuff. That was good. Yeah, it's it really good, Ken. I mean, great, great improvement. Um, you know, a couple of C-doubling sync errors, some grace note size issues. D-throw not clearly hitting the low G. Um, Terralua has the, a couple of them had the low A sound before the E grace note. 
So just a tiny little sync error there at the end and not always starting on the beat. Generally good fusion, except for some big exceptions. There you go. But yeah, I, I, it was really enjoyable performance overall, Ken. So nice job. He's going to be watching the recording or maybe he's out there on Facebook. No, he's out there on Facebook and he says, sounds good. Yeah, it's doing well. Very good. She also says, All Jen right. is the boss and applesauce. I don't know what that means. Must be a Canadian thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, who's next, Andrew? Get somebody uh, on your list. Uh, well, unfortunately, I think Roberta won the week again. So we can't do that. But I, I uh, who did I have? Let's see. How about I? Carolyn or Beth. Beth. Okay, here comes Beth. We had a, the issue with Carolyn was she she submitted parts one and two. Ah. So I gave her a score and everything, of course, but like technically her recording wouldn't fit into. But I mean, maybe if we're if maybe if we have extra time at the end of the class, but I don't know if there was some wires crossed there or what happened, but There we go. So that's interesting. Beth, you sort of painted yourself into a trap there. We've, we've talked about this before, but you were sort of destined to have a choke in this recording. Right, Andrew? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry to say, yeah. like, Beth, um, uh, I'm sorry to say that because I know you've been working on it and stuff, but unfortunately, the result uh, that came out of the recording again is chanter sharp to drones. And then in order to get the chanter to sound better, you know, we sort of naturally, probably subconsciously know that if we ease off the blowing pressure, the tuning will come closer. But as soon as we ease off the blowing pressure, then we're out of the sweet spot, out of the, out of the sweet spot. tonal quality is going to get yucky. And then eventually, especially if the chanter keeps sharpening over the course of a performance, which it has a tendency to do, making the gap even bigger between the pitch of the drones and the pitch of the chanter. Certainly, and then by the second part, we got the high hand notes going, less control over the left arm, chokes, you know, definitely could have put money on it. Um, 
but uh but but uh but yeah like it's okay certainly at the beginning uh the tuning is good right the drones are locked in with each other and the chanter's not too far off but then you know, it departs, and then uh, and then we had the big chokes and stuff at the end as well. It was not a train wreck, though. I mean, that's... Uh... It's not a train wreck. There's some really good elements here, Beth. I mean, really, really good. It's just you missed it by one degree, and unfortunately that has severe consequences in terms of, like, the choke, right? If you just reached up and, and brought down those drones an eighth of an inch, I mean, maybe not even that much, it would have had a profoundly different impact so you can't get too discouraged about that right that's a learning process um and and sometimes that happens come back next year with a slightly sharp drone tuning and blow up to it uh, you know and, and and you'll be fine so don't be discouraged about this at all it, this happens to everybody and it can happen to anybody in a performance sometimes you just pick wrong but the, the key is that we learn from that and we continue to to improve which you have shown that you're doing every time. So I see no reason to be uh, discouraged about this score. I don't think so. Uh, it's a hard tune and um, yeah, it, it's far from a train wreck though. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I uh, wanted to do this is like, it's pretty good, you know? And then there are little things like maybe a theme of the week for a lot of folks is there are little things that if you could zero in on them and leverage improvement on them, could really bring the score way up. You know, uh, bring the chanter, or bring the drones down, right? Sharpen the drones, lock it into the chanter. That would make such a big difference. Your tonal quality and your tuning score would benefit from that. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and we're not quite there yet. Like we've been talking about it for several weeks and, and, uh, we're talking about what to do and we haven't quite got it yet. So keep thinking about it and keep working on it. And you will have that breakthrough where s suddenly you get it. Cause obviously you have the ability, the drones are locked in and you know, so it's just a matter of, of closing that gap. And then, um, and then, yeah. What's cool is when one thing clicks, the rest usually tend to click very shortly thereafter. And then you've made a huge improvement in very little time. We've talked about this before, I think, even on the live show. But progression is not linear. It's sort of in spurts and, and plateaus. So you work, you get better, you plateau for a while. And there's very, you know, there's ups and downs maybe or just plateaus. And then all of a sudden things all sort of hit, uh, hit, hit a point and jump off and you, you make a huge improvement. So... Yeah, don't don't uh, don't write too much into any one thing. Yeah. All right. Here comes another recording. Who do we have next? We have Stuart Highlanders at North Barrick. No, that's not right. Uh, we have we have. Yeah. We have Hart. Stuart Highlanders at North Barrick. There were some. We had some good ones at North Barrick. Um, I seem to remember like uh, we had some good ones, and then we had like one or two where like people just blew the start. You know, it's like you can't blow the start in a grade one band, and then I I feel like you know blowing the start's the hardest thing. I remember those some of those performances. Just don't do that. It's right up there with playing the wrong note at the beginning of the uh, the slow air. 
Yeah. No, but see, that's but it's different though. That's in the middle, and like you have so you still bad. But it's like, but when you have a bad start, especially at that level, and you know everybody hears it, and the judges are all writing right away. It's like, you know, <clears throat> that's it's like game over from the very beginning. Like that's that's the um, the challenging thing about messing up a start. It's like if you mess Moral up. The story. Don't play the first beat early. Even if the second beat is in time. Here we go. Not that I, that's relating to hard score. I don't think it. <laughs> yeah, this has not been any sort of clever segue whatsoever, we promise. No, it's, not, it's way less thoughtful than you guys might think. Here comes Hart's recording. Again, another really strong performance here, but again, small errors in, in most of the categories here. We'll start from the, the tuning. Tuning was really good. Um, drone's not 100% locked, but uh, not bad, not bad. Definitely not bad. A little sharp. Uh, tonal quality, well, this one suffered just a little because we're, uh, and, and I, I've been emailing with Hart here uh, in terms of getting some new reads and stuff, so... I don't know if this is a new or an old one, but definitely a little on the easy side because we heard some some overpressure moments, especially on low G. We heard a couple. Of, we heard one gurgle, a couple of squeaks on high G. Could be from the tape, but again, we're on the high end of this read. But uh, I know Hart is is working uh, hard at uh, solving that problem. So, but overall, good, right? I would prefer to hear a few over. Uh, overtone moments than uh, chokes, right? Uh, generally, good. Like, you spent most of the time in a sweet spot with some peaks. So that's really good. Dot cut consistency, good. Couple of uh, very early ASAPs. Um, so just need to be more consistent there. That would, uh, that would bring that up into the, the fours. Uh, Dethrows, inconsistent. Carlo is a little bit too crushed. Work on articulating the steps. Some big sync errors on the on the butt doublings there. Focus on that first step, that chi grace note, to whatever note you're you're playing the doubling on. Um, good job on the beat. And then some crossing noises. Uh, a couple of lift drop, a couple of phantoms, and uh, B to E, another mm, one. Yeah. I didn't note there, but uh, that snuck in there. But a good score overall, right? Yeah, it's really nice. Real good score. It's interesting, like, uh, 
you know, you don't have to be like super stellar in any categories, right? But Hart did a great job of not having any like significant weaknesses to bring down a score either, you know? Uh, and that, you know, I think I've said this in previous weeks. I mean, there's two ways to get better. Like one is to get better at stuff and one is to get less worse at stuff. Yeah. You know, so across a set of fundamentals, we've got what, seven or seven or so here, you know, but uh, to keep all seven around the three or above is super helpful. And then, you know, even though none of the seven are like pushing a four, you know, that's the, that's the name of the game. And then trying to, um, you know, trying to move that needle upward is, um, is where it goes from there. So. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Enjoyed that. And, uh, yeah, keep looking forward to hearing more from your heart. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Pretty good. Kind of sneak, kind of snuck in there with a great score. Nice job. Yeah. All right. Let's do Roberta. And then we'll call it a day. A Roberta. Okay. Unless we're missing anyone. Uh... No, if Stu is out there one way or another, Stu, you sent in a recording, but it was an unopenable. It was an, it was an audacity. It was an audacity it session open. file. Yeah. It didn't even open an audacity. I tried. Well, no, cause it's, it's just the session file. So it doesn't have any of the source recordings. Right. So. Yeah. Um, so the file is actually really small, but it's just because it, it all, all that's in that file is uh, where to locate the source material, which is on Stu's computer. Okay. And, uh, so, so and like the different edits computer. that you did to it. Yeah. Next time. All right. Uh, here comes Roberta. So uh, if I could do this all again, embellishment quality would go down. I think I was too high with it, but there it is. Uh, so big. Yeah. Interesting, because I heard some, some crossing noises in there. Well, yeah, there's a doozy in the last bar every single time through, there's a big crossing noise. I, oh, you, okay. Um, yeah. But it's in the same spot every time. So it's not like it's rampant all over the place. Uh, it's just one thing that needs to it be fixed. The same bar every time. Yes, it is. Um, rhythmic accuracy. Uh, it's really good. You're having trouble finding the balance between the beats and the A-Lab ASAP sometimes. So sometimes you're a little late to the beat because you overdid it, whatever. And then maybe sometimes you're trying to make adjustments and to catch up. But uh, overall, it's really quite good. Single grace note quality, really good. Some little misses, like things that got a little bit stuck. But overall, excellent. Embellishment quality should have been lower, I think. 
because we had some crushed doublings on second listen, and then D throws were yucky and hackums weren't that great. Dot cut quality, I really liked it. You know, it's a four. It's not a it's not a four point seven five, but really nice feel. Certainly at that tempo, really nicely done. Tonal quality, real good. Tuning slightly sharp on the chanter today. Right, drones maybe needed to come down because they were a bit on the edge, or maybe you're a bit overblowing. But there you go. What's up with the mega crossing noise? I love it. Are you making sure that I'm listening? <laughs> Oh, come on. You make me laugh, Andrew. Um, <laughs> thanks, Carl. You know, I try. Um, where was I going to go with this? Uh, the next highest score that I saw was Ken. He was like 71.5 or something, right? So yeah. even if the score should have been more of like a 76, it still wins the week. Yeah, but um, Ken is is hot on hot on Roberta's heels there. I feel there like could um, be an inversion here sometime soon. Yeah, I mean, like I I'm going. I want it. I want it. I want a new. I want someone to take the top spot. Like we're all rooting for. It. Nobody likes the person that just dominates all the time. You know, Roberta's like the New England Patriots of. Uh, although with that saying, um, I don't know what's going on with the Patriots this year. Man, hasn't been great so far. Not been great. Uh, so Roberta's like the, you're like the, she's like the Duke Blue Devils or something. Yeah. Of, Roberta, uh, it's hard to be number one because everyone's gunning everyone's for you. Gunning, gunning yeah. for you. But that being said, you're still working hard and making great improvements. So, yeah. Don't don't worry. You'll you'll continue to be in the top. <laughs> um, it's important to have. It's important to have a uh, what 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 are the words I'm looking for? It's important not to have a fixed mindset uh, uh, when it comes to this scoring thing. First of all, obviously, uh, Carl and I are still trying to figure out the best way to produce scores the, as consistently as we can. Uh, but like, it's important to have a learning oriented mindset, improvement oriented mindset about this and not a fixed mindset. If you have a bad score this week, it does not mean you're a terrible person. It does not mean you're worthless. It does not mean you suck at bagpipes. It does not mean you suck compared to people who got equivalent or higher scores than you. It just doesn't. It might not even mean that you slipped in in any one category. It could be as simple as a harder tune. It could be that I had not enough or too much coffee, right? It's simply a measuring stick, right? You know, uh, it's, it's a measuring stick that you can use to gauge your improvement, but it's, not as, but it's also not as simple as a measuring stick because we're trying to measure seven things simultaneously. And even when we measure those things, those measurements are, can never really be perfect, right? Uh, we're trying to be as close as we can. But, uh, you know, see well, it. And then do you listen through the recording seven times to get, to score each one one time? Because I know we're, we're guilty of this sometimes is you listen through and you listen to, let's say, tuning at the beginning and then you're on to grace note quality and you miss something at the beginning because you're listening to tuning. And right. You know, we, we, we try our best to, to make each score as complete as possible. But 
it, it, just Carl, like any any uh, judging event, your focus has to be somewhere, and it can't be everywhere all at once. So things slip by. It gives you a real clue. I think it should give you, you know, the final score is cool. It's certainly on the weeks where you get a high final score. You should celebrate that. Uh, but on the weeks where you wish you got a higher score, but you didn't really, or whatever, like, who cares? First of all, it's just bagpiping. Second of all, use it as the tool that it is. Figure out what the bottom line is using the scores like, oh, you know, oh, I got a bad score this week, but, you know, the worst of the scores was my scale navigation. So let's let's zero in on that this week to make sure that doesn't happen again. And then, you know, uh, it's like basketball games where some refs are going to call every single little touch as a foul and some are going to let people play. Like, it's never going to be perfectly consistent. Uh, don't stake your don't stake your entire identity on a silly rubric that uh, me and my web programmer put together. You know, it's not worth it. Not worth it. And if you really, uh, if you're really like, you know, because we get this stuff a lot, and like everybody goes in phases where it becomes really frustrating, especially people who have done it every single week. And uh, I get it. If uh, like, I would recommend taking a step back for a week or two and just regathering your thoughts. Uh, I think to me, there's no doubt in my mind what we're doing here is really, really valuable. But if it's making you unhappy that you're not, you know, that, that you're not getting good scores or whatever, you know. Uh, reach out to us too. Actually, uh, reach out to Carl. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> reach uh, out to me. It's all right. If you're right to support, it's me anyway. There you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing our best to be wow. to be constructive and supportive. This is, so this is week twenty six. We've done six months of recording tunes. How do you know that? How do you know that? Where'd you get that number from? Oh, that's what Beth said. Twenty six, and she's done every week. <laughs> I'm guessing. So Beth, it would be interesting to see that how your how your stuff has trended over the twenty six weeks. Do you have it all graphed out? Oh yeah, David Slobod. He could come back and maybe uh dethrone you. <laughs> yeah, Beth, what's uh It's true, Jennifer. <laughs> Too many data points, but you have the scores. So look, what I would do if I were you is I would take a spreadsheet and I would map out all of the scores that you get. So there would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different lines. There would be scale nav, ryth rhythm, grace, note, quality, and just write down the score that you got in every single one. And then, and then you do a column for each date that you've done. So Beth, you would have 26 columns. And then you tell, and then I would tell the... Uh, I would tell the spreadsheet to make me a, a line graph that graphs all of those lines. So you could see how it trends over time. Someday we're going to build this in. We're going to build that into a do, the Dojo U website, but not today. But you could, you could do it on a spreadsheet. If you actually did it in Excel, send me the file. If you have all the data points... I'll, I'll, I'll print you out a graph. Yeah, yeah. Beth, can you do that? And anyone else who has done many of these, like Ken or Jen or... Uh, yeah, if anyone's kept track of them. John Holcomb. That in data points. 
Let's just see if there is a trend. It would, it would be interesting to see. It would probably be a very gradual upward trend. But, but then like... That's made good progress this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Since we've been doing these recordings, so... Maybe there's no trend. If there's no trend, uh, we're going to forget we ever did this. But... Uh, Alrighty. Well, we better wrap this up, Andrew. Good job, everybody. Great year. Great year. Looking forward to more wonderful progress next year. Seeing all your lovely smiling faces at Dojo U. By the way, wonderful bagpipes. By the way, the the journey goes on next week. So next week's Christmas. Hey, but uh, the first and second parts of Blackberry Bush are still on the docket. And we're not going to reschedule or anything because of Christmas. So, you know, uh, we're not going to have a critique class. We're not going to do critiques. But you can by all means, you know, because we'll, our staff will be on vacation. Uh, but you could do your own critiques. Or uh, you could just go through the motions to keep the routine going and, you know, uh, what have you. But, uh, and then we will have a critique show January 4th, I think it is, on the Friday. Why do I feel like that date is ringing a bell to me? Oh, I remember. Well, I'm uh, not going to be there, but you are. You're not going to be here January 4th? Right. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we'll try to have a critique show January 4th. You have maybe a guest scheduled. Maybe. I, maybe. I haven't even asked him if he wants to do it yet. So, uh, But yeah, so we're going to try to do a critique show January 4th. So that would be the third and fourth parts of Blackberry Bush. Anyway, uh, you know, keep the channel going. Don't backslide over the next couple weeks. Just keep things going. Get the pipes out. Give it a whirl. Take a bad score just because it's Christmas, but, like, just keep it moving. Don't forget, you know what I mean? It's like if you don't work out for two straight weeks, you're going to lose a lot of those gains. Well, so. get your pipes out, play a tune a day. That's what, the, that's what keeps the doctor and Andrew away. That's right. A tune a day keeps Andrew away. I like that. All right. Um, that's it, folks. Thanks very much for tuning in. Happy New Year and all that jazz. Happy I think holidays. Hanukkah's already over, so you can officially... Is Hanukkah over? Because then, if so, you can officially wish people Merry Christmas now. So, Merry Christmas to everyone. Roberta, take it easy. Take it easy, Roberta. No big deal. It's just a little tongue-in-cheek. No problem. <clears throat> Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.